1: again how
0: do you feel how does it all People have no idea we start every episode being like that was perfect people have no idea what that is in any that is us doing the clapboard for the movies and action and Uh, action yeah here we are um andrew uh
1: how's it going i mean i know that's going real well ah it's good because i know it's kind of probably a weird time it is uh, the city right now it
0: is it's uh it's a very weird time. You're experiencing your nine twelve. I, it took me a moment to even register what it was you were talking about. God damn it. I haven't looked to see if the lights were on uh, today. You could, could look now and see if the lights are on. Eh, you know, what's, what's it going to get me?
1: Look, you know, a lot of people fucking perished so that my next door neighbors can have a mini rave in their
0: apartment. Oh, that's so sick.
1: It's really cool. You might hear it. Uh, people, there was a guy, this is a sign of the future, There's a guy out front of the apartment that, uh, the apartment building that was the IRA headquarters for a short time.
0: Oh, yeah, I actually, I went (laughs) past, uh, when I was in Albany, I went past, and I saw all the Bernie signs, like, well past the point of Bernie Sanders being electable. It's like, oh, that's my man right there.
1: People are saying that because Hillary is sick
0: and dying,
1: that Bernie is going to come back and win all the votes.
0: Yep. No. And
1: uh, anybody but Trump. I, you know what? I, I, I it's, it's okay.
0: <laughs> just you just don't care. Just, who cares? I it's think like, who cares?
1: that I wish that Trump would be elected, and then he would jump on stage and say, "Now oh, finally, I get my fucking revenge, infidels!" And pull his fucking mask off. And Holy it's fuck! Fucking... It's Al Baghdadi. Yes, it's Dodi wow. Al. It's Doty Al <laughs> Fayed. <laughs> Oh wait, no, he was a knight. Yeah, no not he the was same guy. Princess Diana's husband.
0: Yeah, he was uh, the son to the heir of the Harrod's fortune, not the same person. <laughs> oh my god, it's capacity. Dodi Al it's Dodi Al-Fayed, back Dodi from the grave. Al-Fayed. Oh my wow, god. Holy shit, he's so mad at the media.
1: And then the but the the subversives thought that they I could have sworn I a typical like hippie like operation. They get like the girl with the fucking corduroys to order the dictator. They're like, yeah. I could have sworn I asked for Saddam Hussein. And I'm like, no, it says right here in the yep. invoice, uh, Dodi Al-Fayed. Uh, we, we thought it was weird too, but we didn't want to say anything.
0: Can I talk like, to your manager?
1: It's, <laughs> it's like when you order way too much uh, in your Staples order in the office. Only it's instead. a relatable
0: problem. Yeah,
1: so he's like, I'm Dodi Al-Fayed, I'm back from, he's thrilled that he's back from the fucking future, or back from the grave. Did he die? He died. He did. Oh, he's dead. He Very good. He yes.
0: beefed it in that crash big time. Because, as we all know, it was his driver who was paid by the uh, by MI six to uh, to crash into a car that was purposely placed there. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. He was he was they, replaced with a body double.
1: The royal family wanted Diana dead. Big time,
0: or the the other theory is that they just wanted to shake her up and bring her back into the fold, but they, they went went a little far, went a little <laughs> little beyond the uh, the pale. I mean,
1: first of all, who would dump fucking Prince Charles? That that's that fucking. it looks like Tom
0: Selleck. That stud. Uh, he looks like the like the photo inverse of Tom Selleck. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I've I've never seen something quite as unattractive as it Prince looks, Charles. It's I, wild.
1: I'm sure he's got a big uncut wrench.
0: Probably. Not very true.
1: I fucking never. He doesn't. He has so much plug and so much cash that he doesn't have to fucking do anything. Imagine dating a fucking prince. The man, she's probably like, I'm fucking set. Fuck you guys. I'm gonna go live in Buckingham Palace. You guys can fucking hang out at the Dole Office and uh, whatever.
0: You know what's so fascinating? <laughs> I can't think of a situation where. Yeah, you've got, like, uh, a prince and all that shit, where the prince is remotely prince-like. You know, like, okay, so there's Prince Charles who looks like a fucking pencils asshole. Like, he just looks looks awful. He looks like a a dumb idiot. And then you have the two kids, and... The one guy is just looks like just looking just looks like somebody's dad. That's it. It's just like he's a big fucking oafy, balding weirdo. And then the other one just looks like um, like a ginger M M&M. and M. Yeah, it's um, it's a really bad scene. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you gotta open up that gene pool a little bit. It's, I, uh, know, it's wild.
1: I think there's a big big demo for gin, ginger M and Ms. Ginger M and M. Yeah, I think so. That's a big Midwest thing.
0: It's like, if what you're... if I was like, dude? I got it. it's, it's brand new ginger M and M's. You're like, oh, cool, that's great. We get to try a new like a, it's a fucking uh, ah. Gabri's Tasty Corner. Oh, but then and... you come over, and I'm just oh. here with an Irish white rapper.
1: Oh, so good! Oh, it's uh, Seamus O'Shaughnessy, the new rapper. So good! It's amazing. It's He's like, can't get enough You know, I'm gonna, I've got bangers and mash. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got this other thing happening, you know. And he talks about his, but it's thick brogue. I can't understand.
0: He's like, yeah, we don't know what he's saying.
1: Yeah, he talks about having, like, I'm going to go down and have a pint. And we're like, huh. all right. I think. I mean, I honestly, Seamus O'Shaughnessy would
0: probably be the best rapper ever. I just wish he would leave my house. He just, he's been in here for so long. If, only,
1: if only he would leave Andrew and Gabrielle's house. <laughs> he, he'd be a breakout star if only he yes. would just leave Walk my one block and walk up and down the street rapping all day. <laughs> By the end of the day, someone who works at a fucking record label, because that's how you Hill get of discovered. of show, that'll be it. That's how the Strokes got discovered. They just w- were busking.
0: All right, what's happening? This is the second time today somebody's brought up the Strokes to me as though this is <laughs> a real thing. Because you clearly... Are on a fucking trajectory to become the strokes, and
1: you look like the strokes, and you fucking love the strokes. <laughs> wow. And it's so
0: hurtful so
1: quickly. <laughs> and you're there, you're, it's like when you draw, when you're a kid, and you drive by a shitty house, and you're like, ah, that's your house. It's like, Ugh. it's like you love the strokes, and you wish you were there with when the strokes were born.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would fucking love Julian. Villanueva, or whatever his name is. Casablanca. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, they're big. I remember when they were becoming popular, there is a story about them in Spin Magazine, if you remember Spin Magazine. I do. And uh, Gen X were alert. Spin Magazine. And they had a story that would, like, all, all these bands, when they get popular and big and start making a little bit of money, because that's all you really make is a little bit of money. Now, you have this story that your publicist puts out to make you grounded. And their oh, story. Oh yeah, I love those. Their stories. story was, man, one of us just like stole a car, oh. and we just drove it around until it died in our in our group our group apartment in Brooklyn where the five of us lived. Meanwhile. They fucking bought the old... They bought, like, an entire building on St. Mark's Place just to re- rehearse.
0: Yeah, wasn't... Like, <laughs> all of their fathers were, like, A&R reps back when that shit yeah. made money or some shit, wasn't they? it? Was, I yeah. remember it was something like that where, like, they, they were put together like the fucking monkeys.
1: Hey, you know what? It doesn't matter because they made some of the world's greatest music.
0: Uh, name a song. Any Last song. Last night... To totally. down. That was one of the first bands I remember... Because I, I remember, like, checking out and being, you know, like, totally checking out of music and then having, like, the later half of the 90s, the post-Nirvana 90s be, like, a mystery to me. But then the Strokes era was a point where I willingly checked out of, like, subculture music, where I was like, okay... I am I am actively not doing this So I'm going to go And I'm just going to like Fucking listen to Lungfish all day What is that sound?
1: It's uh, my next door neighbor
0: That was your next door neighbor? Yep. Yeah. Okay just I'm sure like it was
1: I promise Okay, great No, I'm Very trying great. to find a Stroke song for you Oh, fuck Sorry You want um, to hear some Strokes? Yeah, please You ready? Yeah Oh, <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> Last night I said, "Ladies and gentlemen from New York City, one night only, The Strokes, featuring Sammy Hagar." Hey, what's up, guys? Julian's got a got a, a ache. thing tonight. Julian
0: six. So here we go, boys. Yeah. You know what? As bad as the song is, it's so much better than the fucking Strokes. Like, so leaps and bounds better. Oh, my
1: God. Imagine, But imagine uh, in Madison Square Garden, everybody's there to see the Strokes.
0: (laughs) And Sammy comes out to reel
1: him out. Hey, y'all, we just got something doing a little different this time. Uh, Julian's a little sick. He's not going to be able to make the gig, but but I'm going to sing all the songs, and then they're going to play a couple of songs from my past, and then it's fucking cool. the strokes close the show with a letter perfect version of dreams brings the house down wow. you have to call three different firehouses because the place is so hot
0: okay. <laughs> like, so what you're telling me is that madison square garden just set on fire with like a hundred thousand people trapped inside that's it <laughs> That's great. It's really <laughs> hey, good. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's like the station fire, only way
0: worse. Holy shit. It's the only time the paramedics saw uh, flesh dripping off of bone outside of Vietnam.
1: It's exactly it. And then it turns out that Sammy Hagar is a homicidal maniac.
0: Holy shit. And he's chained
1: He's chained. all of the exit doors closed while people were distracted. Personally. Yeah, well, people were Haim was opening and everyone was distracted because oh, people. Wow. Hang I love on, this story. Yeah, people hang on there every fucking note because Haim is the second best band ever, and everyone was there. Even the security guards, like you know, when like you see like like a local cop at a football game, and mm-hmm. like he turns around, and he's like, yeah, for like a yeah, second, he's kind
0: of into it, and he breaks yeah.
1: character. And this is what happened because they're like, oh my god, Haim, you know, I know, I'm, I'm like, uh, this cop's on like o- overtime. He's he's on golden time, which is triple overtime which wow. is, like, really good. Like, that's really hard to do now. In a union, you can still... the only, Union's the only place you can get a golden time, which is triple overtime, which means what, take whatever you make and triple it.
0: I've never heard that in my life. That's interesting. That's oh, yeah, it's, a, it's strictly a union thing. But anyway,
1: so Sammy's like, he's got some fucking chain. He's locking the doors. He's like, I'm tired of people misappropriating and trying to celebrate celebrating. I'm gonna take them down, and then he's like, "The only In way." In my I can... mind,
0: it's Sammy Hagar, but he's wearing like a giant cape with like a big collar or something <laughs> decidedly evil. Maybe he's got like a mustache and he's holding a lit bomb.
1: He's like, "The only way I can do it is to perform a red hot set with the Strokes, singing their songs and mine, and then at the very end, I fucking." When I say reach for the golden ring, I I turn a big lighter on. I light a huge, comically large fuse, which people (laughs) think is is part of the show. But uh, little did they know, it's a fuse attached to a 55-gallon drum of gas. And it
0: explodes,
1: and people are like, yeah, whoa, oh my God, and they start running, but it's too late.
0: Filled with gas and Vaseline. That's that's it. Oh
1: my God. Napalm. He's been reading the Anarchist Cookbook.
0: Yeah, I know. I just grew up on the Anarchist Cookbook. (laughs) Hey, hey,
1: man, this is is Sammy Hagar, and if you need something good to read, man, (laughs) oh
0: man, the Anarchist Cookbook is where it's at. This is Sammy Hagar for Crime Think. If, if, <laughs> hey man, if you're sick of dumpstering bagels.
1: This song is called Days of War, Nights of Love, man. We're gonna oh. we're gonna bring it down for a minute. This is goes out to my brothers and sisters in Catharsis. Oh man, what well, time Catharsis opened for us in Pensacola and that shit oh man, I don't mean to cuss or nothing, but that shit was good. I we went down to the, the stage level and we jamming out.
0: <laughs> Fuck the stage level at the Catharsis show. I can't. I can't. Yeah, really, I so only had <laughs> grandstand seats for the Catharsis show. But he, uh, you know, he's got more pull than I do.
1: think had a whole thing where they're like, Catharsis got offered a huge tour with Van Halen, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna keep it really low key, but we can sell a lot of books. We were gonna print a ton of Evasion books and live the Evasion lifestyle while on tour yeah. with Van the Halen." Whole way. Yeah, no, we don't need, no, no, excuse me, it's Van Halen, oh, hey, come We're on. we live
0: entirely off of the food Van Halen throws away. No, not even, because it's not vegan. All of the other colors of M&Ms.
1: That's it, and and they uh, invite the Crime Think Boys onto the bus, hey, you know, it's like a big rite of passage, like when you get invited onto the bus. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll invite you onto the bus, and they're like, no, no, sorry, it uh, runs on fossil fuels, can't do that. Uh, uh, oh, okay. And then Sammy comes and rides on there—the fucking repurposed school bus running vegetable oil. <laughs> and he's jam- annoying
0: he's, the shit out of everybody. Yeah, the he's like—he's just playing, he's playing.
1: acoustic fucking OU eight one two songs <laughs> the whole way. Come on, baby, finish while well, just style. What do you mean you don't know any of these songs, man? And they're like uh. fucking driving to the fucking Miami from Pensacola. Took an eight-hour drive. And they're fucking so bummed, and they're like, oh, "Why are we making any money on this?" But it turns out they're making a ton of money, and they have a crisis of conscience. Each they make enough money on that tour for each of them to purchase a Ferrari. Wow,
0: is that what happened to them? That's why they're gone.
1: Yeah, it's the crime think they had the crime think Ferrari. I think uh, what happened. Um, that was you know that's around the time the crime thing kind of disappeared. I was just
0: thinking before as we started talking about this, it is such a testament to how clearly foolish crime think was and like evasion was how like what like a clearly like fucking limp wet fart that whole thing was in that today <laughs> is easily more tightly wound than that era but yes. nobody bothers to try and hearken back to it at all like it has it it has zero cachet. if you, if you <laughs> say crime think to like a, a kid on a campus where the kid who should be into that yeah if they understand what you said at all and they don't say tight afterwards uh like you just sound like an asshole that <laughs> that is how stupid crime think was it's it's, it's remarkable to the, with uh, with hindsight to look back on it where and evasion are... like evasion like oh are you kidding me like that should be held to some sort of halcyon standard of like dumb white idiocy. And it's not even. Like it does it's not even in the running. Like Rage Against the Machine fucking like blew it out of the water. That dude got uh, so yeah. that
1: dude got so many girls off that book.
0: Is that right? Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sell you a thing or two. He got a lot of snail mail off that book. Oh, a lot yeah. of fucking Envelopes decorated with fucking, like, you know when you get a, when you're courting like a kind of a crusty person and like, they're probably from like Oakland or like, you know, Portland, like that kind of thing. And you're on the East coast and you're just not used to that at all. You're just not used to people caring that much. So then you get somebody who are from Vancouver. Perfect example. And then you get, like, a thing in the mail that's decorated. The envelope is decorated. Like, stickers, little tiny stickers, and this is just for you, and... uh, Wow, how'd
0: they get this through the mail? Because all my understanding of urban legends of of mail is that you have to... (laughs) You you can't send an envelope like that, and you have to make sure you put the stamp upside down to show uh, distaste for the American flag, and you also have to cover it with a thin layer of Elmer's glue. That way the person <laughs> you sent it to can rub off the, uh, the postage stamp and then put it in a microwave with a bowl of water, apparently, to, to unglue it and then glue it onto another. And that's how you fuck the system. Remember um, do yeah. you
1: remember when we were in a band called Urban Legends of Mail? <laughs> M-A-L-E. <laughs> yeah, Urban Legends of Mail. Really, <laughs> good, really good drone rock band. Yeah, drone rock. It was perfect. And we, uh, you know, we we played uh, we played. We're on Ebolition, and we were on more more than a uh, more than music comp. Yeah, it was very weird. The funny thing was that comp was not more than music. That's all it that was there.
0: I don't think I ever owned that one. Why are we doing this? Nostalgia I don't know. The trip, I, <laughs> not even that. As I just like, as we were just saying that in my head, I'm like. Why are we talking about Eglition? <laughs> what the fuck? What? Like, look, I look down on podcasts that talk about punk music so hard. So like So fucking hard. No, no, no. Like, we what are we doing?
1: We are, the, we are saving grace that we don't take any of this seriously. The big talk today was about the band Golas. Did you see that? I did see that. Where they turned down a 50,000... People are of such a limited... No, people think that fucking, (laughs) people think that once you get signed, it's like Aerosmith. Okay, they turned down $50,000 in recoupable money. That's like somebody, that's like Sally Mae knocking on your door and saying, hey, you know, we know you're trying to pay down your loans, but here's 50 grand. Pretty much what it is.
0: I, like, I, I... We had a big conversation about this amongst uh, amongst friends. So, and not like this is a, some kind of groundbreaking idea, but I, in fairness, some you know like the concept has been workshopped a few hours ago. But like, I, I we came to the conclusion that it's just simply that people don't understand how little money fifty thousand dollars is. <laughs> like, it's really foolishly small to, like, get worked up about, especially yeah. split among people. Ten grand um,
1: each. Oh, there's six people in gloves. But, but
0: you're also talking about, that's ten grand each. Alright, so, uh, what? So, what? Eight? Something to that effect? But How? then that's pre-tax money, so then you have taxes taken out of that, too, and then it's all—it's just, like, it's not that not that much. Plus, and, uh, fine, get a better manager. <laughs> <laughs> we negotiate your deal so you won't know get fucked. I do what they're on about. They're on a thing. Maybe they don't have a manager. I don't know. No, like, no. They're what, their like... basement
1: all the way. Then And, and there they became popular. And, uh, and Epitaph saw, <laughs> saw some vital youth that they wanted to fucking... Mm-hmm get all the Wizzo records in their fucking basement (laughs) haven't been selling too well, so.
0: Let's stick a straw in this one for a minute. Hey, Um, uh, Gloss? Yeah,
1: okay. Uh, We'll have have, uh, Brian Baker produce it. Be great.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I have no thoughts on it. Like, I, I getting very comfortable in this point in my life where things like this come up and everyone like starts pushing the panic button and my no. response is, I have zero thoughts on any no. side of this argument whatsoever. It's curious to watch. It's
1: just, it's silly. I mean, that's not that much money and it's all pre coupable and, it, it just, every, and you if you make more money, you get a better van and you can go on tour more and when you go on tour more, uh, the label's going to milk you for more money and then you're going to be in this endless cycle of debt. Just like bands are now. Labels exist uh, for the sake of bands. Labels exist because bands go out and tour and make the labels money. That's oh, yeah. it. That's all it is. It's been that way since the, early, the, the late 90s. When people stopped buying records and labels had to make money somehow, it's like, oh, well, they're going to, they said they were going to press 20,000 records. and Okay. All right. You're going to sell 20,000 records? Yeah, I mean, God bless. I hope That'd you do, man. I hope you do. Oh, we can do that on our own in our in our living room or maybe just cassettes or maybe not at all
0: there's uh i i was told something once by a uh, a guy who works for your little sister's favorite band that's just like that his i don't know if you have a little sister but if she did her favorite band it would be <laughs> what this dude does that was so like cynical to the point where I felt like somebody punched me in the chest. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, not repeatable or anything like that. Is it's whatever, mm. but like understand that yeah, like that's how that sort of industry works. Is it's like it, it, the the artist is in many ways like the blood that fucking like lubricates the gears. It's just exactly. how it goes. You're sort of fed into like a creative meat grinder, and that's just. And the, I mean, whatever, and the worst part it's of it, the worst part of it all, is
1: that labels like Epitaph, people are run like uh, like a, it's like a nostalgia trip for a lot of people. There's people who are like, "I'd sign to Epitaph for no money." Yeah, it's like, well, we no, know they, uh, we know a couple of those guys. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, okay, they'd probably love that, and then they'd fucking hand you a bill at the end of your tour. <laughs> And then they'd force you to fucking record three albums in three years and
0: you'd rush it and they'd be even more, even more mediocre than usual. I mean, was there any uh, like darker news story this year? It didn't really like wasn't really (laughs) on the forefront. Any darker news story than that situation where Kesha was trying to get out of the contract with the guy who she said, like, sexually assaulted her. Yeah. And the judge was like, no, you you still have to make records for this fucking psychopath. I, exactly. It's like wild. And that wild. Well, whether or not he did it is like a, a non-story. The, well, it's not, uh, the okay. basic slavery of that is yeah. wild. Okay,
1: Gloss, let's not bring that up. <laughs> Let's not bring that. Up, that oh well, we don't want to sign to Warners because we want to keep it DIY, DIY and respectful. Not that. Wow, we want to sign to a major label because we'll get locked into a seedy, awful contract, and perhaps the fucking producer will try to touch my pussy at some
0: point. It's possible, but they're also kids. Like I don't think they get that. Like that, this is the they sort don't of get anything. No one gets anything. No, kids don't get shit. Kids get kids get frightening little little. I'm not like, saying I don't get off my lawn.
1: I keep a young life, but there are certain tenets that you have to meet. The golden ring. You have to understand what the golden ring is, I and mean, it's not a record label. Trust us, not Andrew and I. Are, I've seen little to no money from our fucking play, or playing ever.
0: Like a joke money, like, funny money,
1: like maybe two hundred bucks ever.
0: I that's that's a stretch. <laughs> it's
1: probably a stretch. Probably less than that. It's not anything but something you can fucking tell a girl. That's
0: it, or a guy. That's yeah, that's basically all. Oh, I'm just on... like, I think there's a certain point actually. At the age these kids are probably at, that pro that bragging rate shit is probably like they, they we probably went, gets you far. We
1: went through it, we were like, Oh, we're all puffed up, we're on revelation, but I've, but we really the bit did that it ma- the wrong way, but it super didn't matter at all.
0: No, not even a little bit,
1: super not so gloss, don't worry about it. I mean, it's it's either way. Fine.
0: It does, I, I don't know. Like I, I only caught this through the filter of group chat, so I don't know exactly what to deal with. That. I don't really know anything mm. about this band other than like people love to be polarized by them. It just, um, the, the,
1: it's just it stands for sake of sort the sake of it, this is the people are taking this as the line in the sand the the the, the fucking 50th, 45th parallel the line in the sand between the old guard and the new guard because uh, group uh, labels like. Uh, epitaph well they're like how dare you not want to sign with us we're like the preeminent punk label it's like turning down discord you know
0: you motherfuckers are all... You'll all be in the same Cuisinart <laughs> in a couple of years. Yes. Don't worry about it. You know what you'll realize? All you assholes who feel away with this are going to turn 30, and all of a sudden you're going to realize that the guy who, in your band that you fucking loved when you were like 16, is working at the cafe, and you're working with him, and that's it. And it's like... <laughs> there's uh, there's no, and, uh, yeah, no fucking mystery, no majesty to it. It's no. just... It, that's it. The people who, in this insular little scene, you holds and like revere are either going to become millionaires doing some shit you don't like or are going to become baristas next to you and they're going to do some shit you don't like they're going to steal your tips or something you know it's just it's it's how it goes it's all right um don't 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 elevate your fucking cortisol levels over it it's not that big of a deal
1: i think a lot of it like bands like gloss bands that are popular within their certain scene all of these scenes now are scenes that celebrate themselves you understand like like, the, you're afraid. It's like the when we saw it, we've seen it a million times where a band is really popular locally or within a certain scene, usually based around like a message board or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you go and play somewhere else and no one gives a shit about you. And then you're like, oh, you run back with your tail between your legs and they're like, oh, that's just bullshit. Oh, we, feel too, we feel too weird. Like, if you go on a bigger tour, like you play like a warp, like a select warp tour dates and no one gives a shit, you're playing it like one for no one. You're playing for the porta potties,
0: and it's funny because I know we're talking about like the same dude <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then you come sprinting back, fucking pedal to the metal, coming back to the scene. the fucking embraces you. Because you're scared, I think a lot of that has that's that has a lot to do with it too. That's the that's. I think that's, that's...
0: most of this conversation is based around people who are scared of one thing one thing or another. I think chances are, if you're in an argument about a punk band right now, you're scared as fuck. Oh so uh, you know, it's all right.
1: Hey, this is uh, that's a really I'm I love oh, there was a lot of Facebook activity about this thing today. Oh, I'm really. I pride them on how brave they are to turn down a major label deal.
0: You know what? I I like I <laughs> I get that though. At the same time, I do like I I have the wherewithal to understand that it's like not a big deal to a turn it down or you know it's just like it's it's whatever. But like I get that if, you, if you're bought in and you think this is like your ticket. Mm. Then, all right, that's probably, uh, that's probably a big deal. I don't know. It's, it, it means very little to the world at large, but, you know, it's what it is.
1: I only play music for sex. That's pretty sick. It's great. Hot sex. Literally hot sex. I did it last night, man. <sighs> Something came over me. Oh, fuck. All right. Something so... came over me. I was possessed. It's like fucking. Heart of a lion. Yeah, you know, it's, it, I really did have the heart of a lion when it came to, oh my god. I do. I was, I've had this thing, I think it's like low testosterone or, or stress, although stress is rapidly leaving my life, but stress is addicting. And oh, yeah, now that I'm sure. not stressed out, I don't know what to do with myself, because my job is really easy and fun <laughs> all day. Like, uh, I do like, like uh, donor engagement, so I do like a lot of social media stuff, so it's easy, 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 easy. And uh, uh, my sex drive has been low, but, hmm. last, but last night, rocked it, hmm. and I was, I, I fucking, I ate it. <laughs> it
0: <was> wow, great.
1: <laughs>
0: it was great.
1: It was great, man. All you young lovers, you young dudes, just make sure you eat it.
0: You got to look at diet on that shit. That's gonna be uh, well, that's, that's that's where testosterone fucking lives and dies is diet. If you're eating like a bunch of fucking processed bullshit or like a, like a eat, like tofu three meals a day or some shit or whatnot. Oh, yeah, some some motherfucker's going to come out of the woodwork and tell me that's not true. Fuck yourself. Like, don't... A, I'm I not responding to the question. I'm responding to it now. B, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, you got to do uh, fucking high cholesterol before bed. That's, testosterone is made as you sleep, and it is made with the building blocks of cholesterol. Wow. All right, so I should eat a quesadilla, then. Yeah, for sure. Really? Shit. If I, like, yeah, if, I, if I'm if i feeling like, if I'm feeling low T, you know, if I'm <laughs> uh, feeling
1: low tea, If you're feeling like a fucking cock, dude. <laughs> you know, if
0: I, I'm feeling a little limp, I'll just, like, before bed, I'll, like, I'll, I'll have, like, two eggs. Happens pretty rarely.
1: Wow. Do you shower after? Of course. Of course. I shower
0: after everything. Oh, God. I after... actually, <clears throat> when you, uh, we were supposed to do this half an hour ago, and I sent a text saying, hey, I got something going on. I didn't really tell you what it was. <clears throat> What it was, was that I was walking home from work, uh, and I decided halfway through my walk, so like, I think I walked like 12 miles today. Jesus. Um Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I decided I was going to do an ice bath, so I texted you that I was going <laughs> to be late because I had to go lay in a tub of ice and get my heart rate down below 60 beats per minute before I could told me do that. the podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't.
1: No, it's just because I like to imagine... You, uh... Me in the bath. Bathing, yeah. That's... Yeah. I have a, a good story about bathing. Which Fire away. So, Young... I got Young Box's keys.
0: It's getting serious. All right. Got the keys to her spot. What's going on with Young Box? She's, uh, she's She's looking for self-improvement all the time. What are you... Why are you not helping her out? I
1: try. I mean, you know, there's only so much... I mean, I just improved, like, this year. <laughs> <laughs> after a legacy of mediocrity and awful it's looking awful and feeling awful. So I don't have much to offer. But interesting. Um, yeah, right. but she's, you know, I mean she doesn't ask I don't I don't offer. So in that in that way uh that's why that's part of our magic. Good match. <laughs> it's a good match. But she went to work and I slept over. <laughs> and I got uh I got an idea in my head to use one of her lush bath bombs. And so I put it in the, uh, so I, first of all, I'm so fat now. I gained so much weight. I'm fucking really fat and I can't, what's the plan then? What's, 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 I can't, I I drink too much beer and I can't, I barely fit in her tub, like laying down.
0: I mean, I, that's just the nature of tubs. Like I, that's that's just how it's going to be. Yeah.
1: And uh, I laid down. Uh, see, I have this... I will always have body dysmorphia. People, like, Youngbox swears up and down I don't look terrible. And I don't think she'd lie because she's told me when I look terrible before. That's sick. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, that's... Uh, again, that's part of our I magic. Think that's awesome. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, she's she's totally honest with me and that's exactly what I need and that's it's, it's what works. Um, but <laughs> I couldn't fit in the fucking tub, which I was like, oh my God, am I that fucking huge? Like... But then I put the bath bomb in, and I was laying down, and it's made out of mostly Epsom salts, so it's, like, fizzy, you know? And it turned purple, and, and I smelled really good. But the bath bomb, I had the water off, and the bath bomb fucking na- naturally migrated to the middle of the tub right where my balls were. Excellent. And it fizzed. Naturally. <laughs> naturally. It fizzed on my balls. And it felt great, and I didn't want it to stop. Like when I was in bed and her cat was kneading my balls and I got hard. It's a uh, fascinating fucking was, well
0: we're falling down here. It was awful.
1: That, the, cat thing was, <laughs> the cat thing was very awful. But the bath bomb thing was great. I don't know why more people don't do that.
0: <laughs> I mean, th- I don't know if there's any data on that. They're, they may very well do that.
1: It was great. And I felt like a million bucks. And then I went to the mall and I felt terrible. Jesus. Well, I'm in this thing where I can't find clothes anymore because I don't know what to wear. Like, I wear work clothes sometimes. I I have these work clothes where I look kind of, I look good, you know, I look good, I look like official. I've stopped wearing all black because I'm no longer uh, attending a funeral every day. Excellent, um it's, I've got some patterns going, you know, style, I've got a little style, a little nod to you, you know, like Fridays, I can wear uh sensible jeans. very sick, but I work with people who wear jeans every day, and I don't know what to do because I'm in part of like I'm in the weird fundraising part that's supposed to be like super official, and people are scared of us, so if I look like an executive all day, then nobody's going to talk to me, and it's been working out great so far. People are afraid to talk to me. It's awesome,
0: huh? Well, I mean, this—you uh, should just pick a single lane and go with it. Just be like, okay, I, this is this is the fucking rig out I look good in. I'm just gonna wear this every single day. That's like what I every did. day now. I, you know, I used to fucking like wear like fucking blazers and fucking patterns and like all that shit every single day. Now, white Oxford shirt, jeans boots or fucking like loafers or some shit that's it i just imagine you dressing in
1: patterns looking like davy jones yeah exactly yeah like
0: all that bullshit
1: like a paisley
0: like nehru jacket be so good i wish (laughs) but that's it just every single day just same thing day and day i actually have i've got at the start of the week now i've started to put a shirt with a pair of jeans on a single hanger and just hang five of them side by side. And just every morning I go and I grab one and that's it. And I'm done. I don't have to think about it in any capacity.
1: Patrick Bateman style. However, in your case,
0: I think you may now be knocking in the door of the point in your life where it's acceptable. Just wear suits every day. Like your Nick cave. I think
1: so. Only I, when I, you know, I'm, I'm a big person. When I wear fucking suits, I look stupid. I look like You
0: got to get them tailored. That's the thing. You got to, like, they got to be taken care of.
1: I hate it. I'd do anything to trade this body for somebody. Like, I would go... I would love to, like... I was on my way when I was starving myself. And it's... I would love... And I'm I'm five eleven, so I'll never be like attractive. But I am on my way. I was on my way to being like svelte. I would love to do that, but the right way this time.
0: Why I fuck around with fucking keto again? Keto is the oh, it's so good. <laughs> keto is the really best. Good. Yes, keto it's is so good. I I never feel better than I do when I go into ketosis. Like first, I get the headache and whatnot, and then afterwards, like for the next like couple days, I man, I feel so fucking good. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm close to it right now. I'm on like uh what is it, nine o'clock? I'm I'm just inching up on like twenty four hours right now. So I got like another like half a day until I really start to uh to hit my stride. But man, it's good. Are you still fasting? I am fasting right now. It's twenty four hours since I've had anything but my uh carbs you, included. Where
1: do you get those that energy from? Just do it.
0: That's just it. Like you just like when you're doing something you don't like, you just don't do it anymore. That's the answer that's I wanted. It. I mean, that's it. It's just when you want to do something, you just do it. That used to be you the way know, I like was. Sometimes in it sucks.
1: Like in relationships, first argument, out.
0: Yeah, I, I recall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and even in this, this recent relationship, first argument, and I was like, I gotta leave, I gotta go. But I stuck around.
0: Yeah, it's it's like that's that's that fucking panicky reptile brain talking. No, it's not even down.
1: panicky. I'm just you know I'm an only child and I'm always okay. I'm by myself, except when I make Facebook
0: posts yeah, about being I, lonely. I, I was gonna say <laughs> I would contest that maybe that's not as true as you think <laughs> it is.
1: Haven't you ever been lonely,
0: man? Sure, absolutely. Um, you wouldn't know it by reading my Facebook, though. I know, I know, I know. Because you're you know you're younger than
1: me, but you're. Better than me.
0: I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. I just, I just don't do it. I just listen to Ray. I, I worked next to Ray for 10 years. I know not to do it. Don't do it. Ray. Yeah, it's like, I, Ray told me not to do it every day for a decade of my life. It stuck. Ray, who is leaving his post: I heard at
1: the bar. God. End of an era.: End of an era. They should fucking put a statue of him up on the corner of Central McQuil.
0: It's so sad. sad. Really it's, sad. Everything is changing, Andrew. Because my fear is, what if I don't see Ray again until his fucking funeral? You know, like, damn, what am I going to do? Oh, uh, don't. Uh, I'm I mean, saying it's, it's terrible.
1: It's horrifying. Should we live, like, to go Facebook Live at his funeral if that
0: happens? Oh, Jesus Christ. Because
1: <laughs> that's, that's the new, like, the thing to do. Is that a real it. thing now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, big time. Damn. I'm going to go and there's Facebook has a chat function where it's built specifically for arguments. What? Yes, because if you go on Facebook chat now, like Messenger app, which I don't think you have. If you're chatting and then you get into fucking heavy shit, you can immediately go live. You can just press a oh, button, really? and, you go, and they, you go live, and you, they can't help but see you. It's like FaceTime, but like forced FaceTime.
0: Oh, that's so obnoxious. Like if that's you want to fucking
1: keep this conversation happening, you're going to talk to me face-to-face. Only you know what, though? If
0: you're having heavy conversations over Facebook chat, you deserve this. It's, you know, it, it's, uh, that, uh, you get the life you deserve, and that's, that's what you get it's for like, having heavy yeah. Facebook conversations.
1: Arguing on Facebook is like arguing in a car. You should never do it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> argument is the worst. Have I ever covered this on, on the podcast, how bad an idea a argument is?
0: No, I don't think so, but I really hope you do. Oh, my God.
1: arguments are the worst because you're trapped. And you're, when you're arguing, if you're like me and you're arguing, all you want to do is drop them off wherever you are. It could be outside on the bridge yeah it could be on the bridge outside toledo and a snowstorm. I just get out of the car if i'm driving or if i'm in the car riding, riding, and they want to they're arguing i just i can't wait for that stoplight because i'm gonna run i'm a big i'm a big baby all i want to <laughs> do is when i start arguing all i want to do is leave I think people can I mean, back me up on is
0: that. It, is it because you don't think your position's correct? No,
1: like, I, just just wanted, wanna I just hate it. arguing that much. I mean, I it's, really
0: hate arguing. It's fucking I, terrible. It's
1: repetitive, and I hate it. Thankfully, Youngbox and I have only had one very bad argument, and that's because she was tore up on drink. Excellent. But other than that, I think we're good. Status report for all you women of the of the podcast.
0: Everyone's circling.
1: Still taken. Happily, so, things are better than ever.
0: Has... do you recall I don't know it was oh, boy. it was i don't remember what it was oh, God. it was probably two in the morning when you and I everyone else was asleep, and you and I were driving Fucking... somewhere in the band van in between some shithole going to some other shithole, and both of us in in driver and passenger seat got into separate car arguments over the phone. <laughs> Yeah. It was brutal. It was it was brutal. That was the tour where my ex-girlfriend Oh, that's right. She really long... fucking she like went off the reservation big time oh, on that one. Oh. She
1: told me that I couldn't have fun because she wasn't there. Yeah, that was wild. I can't
0: believe it. I can't believe that I've did that. That was, yeah, Jesus. I just had like a standard run of the mill one. It was almost certainly my fault. But yeah, you had like a, a thing happening.
1: Women have ruined my, ruined me.
0: <laughs> you know what? I, look, fuck it. Because I was just, I was looking before Uh-oh. and, uh,. One of the questions that came in oh, said, God. Hans, you said numerous times on the drive that women are your trigger. I was just curious how you mean with mania, anxiety, et cetera, and if this is something you still deal with, how it affects your new relationship, congrats, by the way, if at all, et cetera. A lot, a lot uh, of points have already been covered here, but we may as well just jump right in.
1: All right. Well, that's question time, our favorite time of the the, uh, the day here. Numerous times to the drive that women are your trigger. I was just <clears> one <throat> just curious how you mean. Okay, well I have been I've programmed myself since age fourteen to think that I Oh, this is gonna be one of those heavy episodes. I know it. Yep. Oh, fuck. Alright, everybody buckle up. <clears throat> we're almost we're 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 three quarters of the way through yeah, there. This right. is Time, Love and Tenderness Corner with Hans. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which is a Michael Bolton song, actually, I should play that song in the background, so uh, I want you to uh, I, I want you to fucking stall for a minute all right
0: uh, all right um I just got a uh a a pretty long and in depth email from my h r representative about uh performance feedback conversations.
1: oh shit, does that reflect like your performance?
0: No, no, it's it's to the entire company. We're just we're just discussing it. It's just a oh, a larger discussion happening. No, my performance has been fucking awesome. I've been thrilled. I've been killing it at my new job. Yeah. Oh shit.
1: All right, I'm gonna fucking. It's one of those '90s videos that has like a long intro.
0: Look at the video.
1: Whoa. All right, time love, and Tend in this corner uh, with Hans here. We've got four minutes. Michael Bolton's in the background. Let's go with it. So, uh, women are my trigger. It's true. Uh, I mean that in the way that I've programmed myself since I was 14 years old to think that I am absolutely worthless and very ugly. And no one has been able to talk me out of that, including myself. So when a woman, up until very recently, like I say two women ago, I'd say up until owl statue girl. Okay, let's put. That little... was the turning point. That was kind of the turning point where I was like, "Fuck this! If you have a hand tattoo, you better be fucking awesome, because, uh, or you should fucking leave." Um. So when a woman showed me any type of interest, uh, I would immediately go into this crazy manic mode where, um, I can't fucking do this with Michael Bolton in the background. <laughs> Holy fuck. It's such a good idea, but I just can't do it. It
0: was a little extreme. Why why is this happening? When you said that, I assumed you were going to talk without Michael Bolton. Not (laughs) Michael Bolton was going to play and you were going to stop talking. That that went a different way. Asshole.
1: Michael Bolton fucking rules. And if you don't realize that, then you should fucking have your head examined at fucking Bellevue, which is conveniently located really close to your house. That is true. Okay, so, I pre- okay, pre-programmed myself, basically, to um, think that I'm very ugly and awful, and it's been like that for, like, years. Like, 14, I'm now 39, so it's been, like, 25 fucking years of feeling that way. When I left the band, there was a, it was because of a woman. When I left the tour, it was because of a woman. I've told that story a million times, not going to tell it again. But, it was I was so fucking psycho about losing this person... That I program myself to... Automatically assume that they didn't exist... Unless I talk to them every hour. And it's been like that... With every relationship. Except when they show any interest. If they show an interest... And they give me... What I usually give them... Then I'm not interested anymore. If they're like talk about my ex who gave me shit about being on tour. All I wanted to do was break up with them the second I got back. If I, if they show interest and want to fuck me, it's amazing. And that, that speaks to my manic, fucking, hypomanic, fucking, oversexed life. But if they show genuine interest in me, it is such a hurdle. And (laughs) It makes me anxious when they like me too much because then I feel like I'm responsible for their feelings. And Young Barks is so cool that I made a conscious decision, and it sucks that I'm saying this on a podcast. I haven't said this to her yet, but I, there have been times where I have wanted to run. We got in that we got in that weird bad argument. And I just wanted to fucking bail, and I didn't. I told myself, "This is move. this is it. This is your chance." To right this ship, finally, and make your life good. And I did it. <laughs> and I stuck around. And things are really good now. Women are a huge trigger for me. I still always want to fuck other people. I still always want to just fucking fuck strangers. I'm over sex. i sex addicted. And it's all about... My controlling my mania and keeping my baseline it affects my new relationship a ton but in ways that she doesn't know thank you
0: well she does now
1: so uh... <laughs> no it's fine and I think I, I should go on those little uh, rants uh, with Michael Bolton behind me more often
0: well I mean listening to that it's just like what's the word I'm looking for Moron. The, no, 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 not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Close. No, the, what I keep hearing is, like, you're working off of a narrative that has proven itself, like, clearly untrue. That
1: would make sense. That totally makes sense. And like,
0: and that's and that's the... Like that's that's the pain of like a fucking a life is like running patterns and I not not a, not fucking breaking them.
1: And yeah, I know. I think about that shit you say so much, and I, I do. And and uh, I, I you've helped me out in in a ton of ways in my life, and it's great. And but it's just you're like the you're like the fucking you my internal voice has been replaced by your voice.
0: Fuck that That is scary as fuck (laughs) Jesus
1: No but you're like What are you doing What are you doing Like when I went to Virginia And I didn't tell anybody And you were like What are you doing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: like, Jesus. Yeah, that was, right uh, after i had
1: that big suicide talk
0: that was a, a heavy one
1: <laughs> and i was like i'm just chilling <laughs> but i know how it looked where i just start instagramming pictures of me in a hotel motel room it's <laughs> your in feet Vir-
0: in the ocean i like oh god damn it I, not I'm even talk to a fucking police officer. But watching I know it. watching oh,
1: tom Jesus. and jerry in a motel room in virginia <laughs> beach like this dude's gonna fucking kill himself obviously
0: <laughs> like. There's no crime against that. I, I was telling Gabriel a few days ago. If you ever put me in a situation where fucking Wiley Coyote is on screen, like I, the I will lose it.
1: It's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's Why so don't good. when we when I hang out with you next, which hopefully is soon, we should watch cartoons instead of give me a break because that shit is so funny. Tom I'll and Jerry on the is so fucking funny. the Roadrunner movie. So good. <laughs> Tom
0: and Jerry. I haven't watched Tom and Jerry in about thirty years. I give it a try. Oh,
1: it's so good. So good. So that's my shit. I still deal with it every day, but it's nice to have a calming presence in my life. Young Box is patient. She's very young, and uh, but she's very wise, which I find disarming. Um, she's been through a lot in her life, and uh, she just wants to love hard, and
0: uh, I'm into it. Just when you feel a way, just decide you don't want to feel that way anymore. That's it. And then, but then here's the trick. Everyone's like, that seems easy as fuck on paper. The reality is you feel away, and you decide, I don't want to feel that way anymore. And then, of course, you immediately feel away again. <laughs> yeah. Because that's just how it works. And it's, the trick is not in saying, I, I don't want to feel that way anymore. It's in identifying that, oh, I just slipped and calmly without like self-judgment being like, okay, well, I'm just going to restate the fact again that I don't want to feel that way. And then three seconds later you'd be like, you know what? I don't want to feel that anymore. And eventually the three seconds becomes ten seconds, becomes twenty seconds, becomes, you know, mm-hmm. however long. Yeah. Uh that's the uh that's the, the 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 trick of it. Everything's cumulative.
1: That's what I mean about that's what I was saying about establishing your baselines and then protecting them. Part of protecting your baseline is not taking shit from a lot of people. So that's I think part of what makes me want to run is that my, I work really hard to get to this point, and it's so because of my fucking fucked up head. It's so easy to slip, like any day, any no matter what medication I take, any day I could slip. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I want to fuck hookers now.
0: Oh, but like, I want to you know. Thing like... like, is some like not any day you could slip? Eventually, you will slip. I, it's, hopefully, hopefully not in the fucking hookers realm, but like it's it's a reality. But it's, it's no, it, going to happen. It, you
1: know? This time last year, I would text hookers, and they would get to the point where they were like on the street, and I'd be like, "Oh no, I'm sick." Like it was so close to fucking getting into involved with yep. hookers. It was like so, so manic and weird, crazy. It's really real. So
0: <laughs> it, if if you understand that, you'll go off the reservation because that's just. The nature of life, like like I'll go off the reservation on whatever fucking shit I'm doing. It's just how it goes. Uh, Then the entirety of your life is not about worrying about it; it's about mitigating against that and being prepared against that and being like uh, ready by virtue of having done the mental exercises enough times that when the actual time comes, like the actual firefight, you've been fucking training for so long, and like, all right, I got this. I know how to shoot a gun. Cool, easy, sure. uh Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I love it. Just started making noises. No, I feel good. I feel better. I feel
1: that's weird. I had a weird cleansing. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, let's ask another question here. This is something a little bit. Uh, I didn't even read it. We didn't even yeah, read did it ten ahead. Ten
0: new questions just come in. Yeah. I thought there was only two, but a bunch just came oh, in. I got it's a interesting. Bunch. Fire away. Uh,
1: you always rag on upstate New York, but I, as a non-American, always hear of it as one of the nicest parts of the world. I realize you guys are factoring in some nested resentment and misanthropy growing up around the place and people. And also regarding what the cities, towns, America, etc. should be providing those people but aren't. I don't think about it that much. Um, anyway, I have a chance to visit next year and probably will. You haven't broken the spell. Q. Where should I visit? Don't worry, I won't ask you ask to hang out with you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> you can hang out clearly in a German right <laughs> is that that weird German sense of humor we don't get where it's like you're joking around and uh, but we don't get it because it's super super dry like the desert dry like your fucking girlfriend dry
0: there's, there's never been
1: water dry that was mean I shouldn't say your girlfriend dry even though she's over you big time
0: that's that American humor they don't get
1: that's that American humor you don't get where you go right to pussy jokes
0: um I, I think upstate new york is like a yeah it's a, a nice looking place nice. and i think it's an interesting place but in this uh, along the spectrum of human tragedy you know <laughs> like it's not like like i don't think i think places like fucking um Canada harry and gloversville are Beautiful places, but not the kind of beauty you travel to America to see. Or maybe you did. Do. I don't know. Maybe you're into like disaster tourism. I don't know what you're into. Well, remember but
1: like. Fun 100, 100 for Red October, where Sean Connery was like, I'm going to retire in Montana. Yeah. That was like, and I would rather fucking eat a gun than go to Montana. <laughs> it's a, so it's, it's all yeah.
0: relative. It's a different stroke situation.
1: Yeah. You live in Europe, obviously. You fucking live in Germany, probably, based on your fucking shit ass question. Um, <laughs> Why on earth would you come here? I'd love to hang out. Don't get me wrong. you're really cool e deutschland but why so you, you i mean we got a new truck stop <laughs> that's
0: sort of the thing is and it, it it's it's talking about like things that places should provide yeah. people and don't um we don't have Ryanair. We don't have a great
1: train system you You have this f- weird movie idea of like I'm gonna go to New York. And then I'll just, you know, bop over to LA and maybe I'll go to Seattle. And like, no, that's not that's not an easy place to travel here. Everything costs bottom line four hundred bucks.
0: I mean, I'm I'm assuming they factored in how much the a trip is gonna cost. I just don't know if upstate New York is worth like it all looks more or less the same. Um and yeah, you don't you don't get intellectually engaged? Uh, much people just kind of like talk facts at you, and you just nod, and then they expect you to talk facts. And if you don't talk facts back to them, then you're like rude. It's like the internet. Uh, yeah, it's wow. actually very much like the internet <laughs> for people who can't read. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know, and I don't, I don't know if I expect these places to give. Like, if anything, I, I feel a certain amount of resentment towards people who live in towns in upstate New York that are absolutely untenable places to live. <laughs> That are like screaming that they need jobs and are like trying to get hydrofracking just to to have jobs. Like I don't i I find it really ugly when people resent uh, people in America who aren't needed anymore. You know, like the industry dried up because it's not needed. Um, <laughs> right. Like, we don't need a city that just makes gloves anymore. It's not a necessity. It's but just there'll be that, you somebody
1: know. at the fucking Stewart's who will be all too quick to tell you how things, have, things are changing too fast. And that yeah. the gun... Right. Okay, upstate New York, the Remington Gun Factory is a mere 30 miles away from Albany, New York. If there's a Remington gun in your family, that's where it was made. Unfortunately, people aren't buying... Bramington guns much anymore or guns at all much anymore except for fucking cops. So the fucking gun factory has been closing and people have all kinds of conspiratorial theories about why the gun factory is closing. Larger issue if your fucking apex zenith in your life your apex tech in your life Fuck. is to work at the gun factory just like your fucking grandpappy did. You should analyze and check your life. Learn a trade. Speaking of tech, A thing.
0: tech, it's like I, I, I was going into before. I find it like the resentment of working people in America to be ugly. It's an ugly thing. It's mm. not cool. Um, What's the future? I mean, shit. In ten years, it's going to be a totally different world. That's sort of the thing. Is I like I I want to balance that part of myself. Then I go upstate where people are trying in at the same time to get jobs by literally dynamiting the ground to get a natural resource <laughs> we don't need that's unhelpful to the planet. And yeah. then when they're not doing that, they're trying to, to secede from the state uh, where the only viable money for the state comes out of New York City. They're trying to secede f- the entire state out of there. It makes it very difficult to like see the perspective of this person when they're doing very foolish things and you there's just a lot of that on a spectrum of like comic book ridiculous to just depressing up there um so i don't i don't know that these places i don't know if the town of gloversville should be giving people things or not i think maybe people who choose to live in gloversville right now maybe it might be a fucking self-reckoning time i don't I don't have that answer, but we've tried it the one way and it didn't work. It might be time to try the other one. I'm not sure. Um, and I just don't like fucking dumb people. That's like, that's just my, like, I have, the only, the only second class citizen I know is a person who won't fucking educate themselves. Like education's free. It just is. It's just, it's just a free thing. It, It, there are so many resources with which to be educated that if you're willingly not doing it, we we won't be able to have a conversation that's meaningful, so I'm just not going to have it. Um, and there's equally, there's a lot of that up there too. So beautiful place to see in a book of pictures, um, either beautifully like depressing or just depressing place to be. That's what I got I for upstate you. New York. Um. This looking, what is this? Oh, Michael Bolton's a new thing. Oh, Michael Bolton back. All right, I'll take this over time Hagar. Really? <laughs> um. I don't have anything to say but I want to say it loudly because I was given space to type things and I am irresponsible and unable to exercise self-control slash discipline. Did you write
1: this? <laughs> no, I didn't. Why? Was that me?
0: I don't Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Holy shit. Uh, there's a question about Sean Duty having sex with Odell Beckham Jr. Um,
1: <laughs> Can I read it? I love these. These yeah, questions always break me up. Andrew, would you, would you watch the Goodman go hard on OBJ? And I mean buzzer to buzzer. If it meant New York yeah. takes the NFC East.
0: Sure, I'd watch you do the they lost. It'd be great. You'd watch it. You'd watch Duty Fuck. Do you it'd think be fantastic? Get, I would just criticize him the whole time. It'd be wonderful. Do you think you could get hard for OBJ? No. OBJ,
1: not. who's rumored to be a homosexual, is that right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he's. Interesting. Uh, I mean, uh, there's been a couple rumors going around. Well, God um, bless him. So if Goodman was to, I mean, if he mustered all the strength, I know Sean Duty and he's not a. I mean, we both know Sean Duty for a long time, and the word coxman is not a coxwain. <laughs> I
0: haven't talked to him in a while, though. He might be he might be on, like, a, a real thing right now. I should te- i
1: should call him, actually. Probably should. I should. I don't think... I super don't think he'll answer.
0: Oh, you're calling him right now? Oh, oh wow. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, you yeah, know, we do this once in a while. And and... We do. We make Sean Duty look at his phone and roll his eyes uh, in his pocket. God damn it. Um...
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be it. What should I ask him? I have no idea. This is going to be good.
0: Oh, he's going to fucking hate this. Uh, He won't be thrilled.
1: You've reached on duty yet. Ah, Uh. Side button, two rings and a fucking side button.
0: Are you shitting me? That's it, you're out. Holy, you're out too. I've I've been out for a minute, but he's. What
1: about his friends? He's got new friends now, and that's it. I'd watch him go hard on OBJ, but honestly, I don't think he can maintain an erection.
0: I buzzer a buzzer. It's. I mean, buzzer to buzzer. It's I mean. Buzzer Especially if we're the only two people. Because I'm assuming this is taking place in, in Giant Stadium. Of course. At the 50-yard line. <laughs> and we're the only two people in the fucking stands. You know, in I'd be yelling. winter coats yelling since so it's cold outside. I'd
1: probably still get those nachos.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Those shit's so good. I mean, it's weird that you get the mentality. Like, I would never like go to the corner store. The corner store near me has nachos with the hot cheese, which is very gross.
0: That's pretty nice. I would
1: never, ever do it. Not never. Because this is three bucks. Like, get the fuck out of town. And, But I do it at a hockey, a hockey game or a football game in a minute.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's part of the culture. So,
1: would we be sitting on the 50 yard line, best seats in the house, 50 yard line, to watch them screw? Of course. Do you think that. I think that OBJ would clown him a little. Probably a little bit. He's like, you think you got what it takes? Plus, OG, OBJ is very tall, so I don't think the doggy, the dog fashion would work. I think it would yeah, have to no, be they'd have to,
0: there'd be some kind of like a, a maybe like a table, like a waist height table well, or
1: something. Yeah, yeah. And there's limited. I mean, men, men, gay men have limited uh, positions just because of their equipment. So it would probably have to be a table, like a waist height table for Sean Duty. Mm-hmm. and he'd give it to it, give it to him that way with the legs up, which is a great way to give it. In a, in a heterosexual way. It's a great way to give with the legs up. Mm-hmm. But uh, for a man, especially with Sean Duty, I don't think, I'm not sure if it would be good. Plus, how do you protect the Giants from the shame that comes with the pro football talk story of OBJ, <laughs> OBJ screwing a man on the 50-yard line? Disgracing. I think
0: we're past the shame in this kind of act. I think it's okay I think it's, now. Uh, it's, a, it's a disgrace. I don't know,
1: uh, I used to be a big Giants fan up until that moment. This is uh, uh, ironically happening on nine twelve. 12 What if it happened on nine twelve, And men were walking around like zombies again. Walking around the financial district, looking for anything. Still wiping the dust off their suits. You just,
0: you just wrapped, a whole bu- wrapped a whole bunch of shit into, uh, into a single transaction, it's wild. Yeah,
1: I think it would put, this, put the, fucking, the half the city on its ear because the jets don't have anything to live for if you're a jets fan not at all it's like a joke if you're a jets fan you also probably drink pepsi and like love missionary that kind of shit
0: you know gotta yeah yeah very yeah very much yes and um (laughs) yeah another question uh oh i picked up the wrong phone hang on one second Oh you have more than one
1: phone? Oh yeah, Baller. of course I
0: got work phone and I got a regular phone and then I have iPad next to me and then uh MacBooks floating around here somewhere and <laughs> Mac mini kicking around, you know, it's uh, Okay. One more whole question thing happening here. Fuck. There was oh
1: hello. Number one twenty four, one twenty five, and one twenty six. Thank you for listening to all three. We're great for various reasons, thank you. They were also all a little bit awful for one reason. That goddamn intro music. Oh,
0: hot take, hot take, coming hot through. Tech.
1: Red hot take, World Inferno Take Society, coming through. Which limp dick from the friend zone made that turd? It's been like 25 episodes you've used it. How about something different? What do you
0: think? Um, Write something, man. Yeah, write something. Like, just write, fucking, if you see a problem, solve it. The funny thing is, the person who wrote that, no
1: longer on Facebook.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah, I just looked.
1: They're uh off facebook completely so uh which clearly i like it
0: i think it's good no no it doesn't doesn't give me any uh mm. i i feel no way it so opens if you think us you up... write something better than fucking uh step up to the plate
1: it opens us up to a a larger demographic of people um not a... just
0: opens up us up to a larger not being like sued by somebody who's bored and happens to listen to this yeah. you know like i'm i'm good
1: and also, except it's you not, play
0: fucking dreams every other episode, so it still doesn't matter much. Well, but uh, that's cool.
1: Oh, I only play seven seconds of dreams. If you hadn't noticed, oh, mm. uh, you're timing it the whole time. I am because oh, uh, seven seconds or less is not prosecutable internationally or domestically. Thank you very much. This sounds like
0: this sounds like that fucking the the mail urban legend hey, about the stamps. If
1: you see uh, fucking, uh, you watch football on Saturday, uh, Sunday night football. They play. I, I, I have. They'll be like standing on top of the world. time. It's always six. It's always six seconds. Interesting. Yeah, always, because it's something called an auditory mechanical license that you have to pay after seven seconds. Wow. I That's know so my bad. way around the music
0: industry, bro. Yeah, you. You are not fucking around here. I took a music industry class and I learned a lot. Um. <laughs> so, bottom line, write something better, then. Right. If, yeah. if you don't like it, write something better. It's Please, fine. Please, hey, but
1: a... make it. I mean.
0: We don't want. If I'm writing music, I'm sure as shit not writing music for the podcast. So uh, I got you know. (laughs) We don't want a
1: punk. uh, We don't want a punk song.
0: Def not. So you can try writing a punk song. I'll probably laugh at it, but it's unlikely. If it's really
1: good, cool. But if it sounds like exploding hearts, or
0: just fucking (laughs) cram that up your ass. Yeah, no, they're never good. (sighs) all right. Well, this has been episode one two seven. Is that right? 127. we We're back on a schedule.
1: Cool. See you next week with uh, 128. We are back on a schedule. It
0: feels good, don't you think? Back on a schedule. We we've kept it for exactly one week so far. Oh, it's good.
1: I thought you were going to back out that? today. And I was no, like, no, no, you no, no, no.
0: No, I'm on the schedule. I'm on I'm on the good foot. So this will go up on Sunday at eleven eleven a.m. Yeah. That's... Maybe earlier. Maybe I'll fuck around with that. I, that seems like a long way. Uh, and then we'll record again next week. So uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, well, I've been writing and recording.
1: Uh, a lot of bear mattress songs lately. Um uh, my Adderall prescription was raised, so I'm Perfect. super driven and determined to get this shit out. Um so keep on the lookout. Um coming out the new uh personal website to showcase my uh everything I do. So keep on the lookout for that. It's basically just a nice way to show my design portfolio, but I'm also gonna put a bunch of other stuff on there.
0: I had a uh, a great idea a few days ago. Of uh, I've been work. I- I've always had one for a minute—a home automation system where you like press a button and all the lights turn on. Yeah, I and, love it. You know, like all that shit. But I've started reworking it. I kind of started building it from scratch. And the program I'm using now allows me to when I say, "Hey, you know, turn turn the bedroom lights off," it can speak afterwards and say something and like play a file just be like you know bedroom lights off just to confirm it's uh, it's nice to have all the <laughs> feedback i thought it'd be funny as fuck to write this program and make you do all of the adr that works. would be great johnson <laughs> johnson are you close turn off the
1: <laughs> turn off the bedroom lights oh it'd be really, really that good. would be so good what yeah. if you're in the middle of making love and, and then,
0: Johnson, the bedroom lights are still on. Johnson, shall I turn
1: them off? Shall I turn them off? The bathroom lights are on. Oh, I see you. Fuck,
0: why did I do this?
1: I see what you're doing.
0: It, every now and then it'll just say things like that. That's good.
1: I see what you're doing. You've left the lights on for an hour. Every hour. It's a, I said, announce the weather. The weather. Ugh, the weather.
0: fucking terrible. I'm like,
1: Andrew, uh, you left the lights on. Uh, it'd be like just when I live with you guys. When you guys buy a mansion and I live in the That's, basement. It's
0: just gonna ease us into
1: it. It's gonna be so good when I live there, all alone. Bringing some girl home from the bar. Hey, this is uh, you know, my housemates. They're like housemates. We just let you live here because you're f- the the. We picked you up on the fucking overpass. <laughs>
0: we just. House- I was told you were gonna die if we didn't help.
1: Yeah, we picked you up. We got discharged from the psych ward, and we like fucking took solace on you and that was a year ago when you promised us you were going to get a job in two months they're like oh well uh. and you have the it's balls tough out there and i'm like going into my mid 40s gloves like they used to <laughs> i'm going to my mid 40s still trying to pick up to fucking girls in their 20s and not having a good time of it really bad Oh Jesus, this has been
0: 127 I don't know how we got, this was, this started in case anyone missed this, from asking if you had anything to plug All of a sudden whoop, we went up here I got to sit the plug, whoop whoop Um, yeah, I don't know, that's it Let's, uh, fuck it, let's cue the music and we'll see you next week I can't wait for episode 1000 1000, it's coming up soon Yeah Night.